The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, this is Margie Taylor. I'm host for Conroe Culture News out of downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. We've been going strong for four years now. And uh, my guest today is going to be Deborah Johnson, and she is from the Montgomery County Memorial Library, telling us all about summer reading, virtual programs, things like that. And then in the second half, we will hear from Carl White. He's the president of the NAACP in Montgomery County. Talk to him about uh, what's going on with uh, life lately and um, sub the civil injustice, things like that. So this is FM 104.5, 106.1. You can live stream it right now on IRLoneStar.com. Of course, we are Facebook Live on Conroe Culture News. So this is also sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and they are located by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. Go by there if you're having any kind of ailment and new patients. $25 goes back to CASA. So it's a great deal. Um, tell them you heard it on the radio. That would be great. So we um, a couple of updates before we get in and talk about all that's going on with Devery at the library because there's a lot of changes lately. Seems like changes keep happening, right, Devery? All the time. Every day. But uh, do you know that there's a pub crawl this Thursday? At least we're counting on that happening. The fourth Thursday of each month, downtown Conroe is going to host a pub crawl. And that starts this week at 4.30 and goes until 9 p.m. There's five venues involved. Martin's Hall will be the first venue, and they will have an up-and-coming country western band playing. And then you scoot on over at, at 530 to 202 Main. That will be their first grand opening day. And that's located at 202 Main on the corner of Metcalf and Main. They are an event venue, so they will host a, a great band that you've heard about. I'm not even going to give away the secret, but I'm going to tell you, you will not want to miss this. They will also have Light Bites from Bernil's uh, Bayou Bakery. And uh, then you go on to the Corner Pub in Delhi at 6 p.m. till 7.30. And they will also have a live band. And then you go across the street to the Red Brick Tavern. Uh, you will hear Debbie Glenn singing. And uh, she will be singing with her um, disposition band. 
So go and listen to that. And then Pacific Yard House will be the last place from 7.30 to 9, and they will have live music as well. So the really neat thing is that the non-music venues will also be open till 9 o'clock. And those include Vernil's New Orleans Bakery and Cafe, the Branding Iron Custom Goods, which should be open, which is right next door to us. They've been closed since before coronavirus, <laughs> when a wall was bashed down when they were rebuilding and renovating the Crichton Theater. So hopefully they will be open. Brownlee Jewelers, Conroe Art League, Conroe Central Market, Campobella Fine Bronze Studio right across the way, Sweet Texas Treasures, Main Street Merchants, Mimi's on Main, and, and Race Ready Repair. So it's a fun time to get out. Yes, you should take your face mask. If you're within six feet of someone, we're like six feet away, right? Somewhat, I think, two arm lengths, Debra. Yes. So if you do not, if you're not within, if you're closer than six feet, you should probably wear a mask. Uh, and each of these places will be enforcing the limitations of um 50 to 75 percent and have hand sanitation devices available. So again, that is this Thursday starting at 4.30 until 9 p.m., a downtown Conroe pub crawl. What date was that again? This Thursday. This Thursday. Whatever that date is. What is today? Today's the 22nd. 25th. Thursday, June 25th. This week. Okay. So with that said, let's talk about summer at the library. So it's different from other summers, yes? Yes. Um, and by the way, I'm Jeffrey Johnson. I'm the outreach coordinator for the Montgomery County Memorial Library System. And I, before we go into that um, virtual stuff, I, I wanted to let you guys all know that the whole entire library and all the employees in there miss everybody. We miss all the patrons. We miss the people that come in regularly, the new people, their families, the little kids. We miss you all, <laughs> just so we let you know. What do you do all day? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, when we were told to go home, we met, and we planned, and we met, and we planned, and we planned, and we met. So when we came back, um, we were totally, for sure, um, t- um, worried about the safety of our customers and our patrons and our staff. So what we have done is we've done a, a lot of preventative measures um, in, to put in place so everybody can be safe. So some of the things we have are health shields, which we ordered weeks before we opened our lobby. Um, what are health shields? Health shields are those um, laminate um, shields that are that you see at Kroger's and the grocery oh, stores. on the counter? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're on the counter, taped down, ready to go. We have hand sanitizers. We had hand sanitizers before, but we have more hand sanitizers. Uh, we have space markers on our lobby floors to encourage social distancing, and our library staff is wearing masks. Um, but we're working hard for you, and we immediately when we went um, on um, leave, we, when we came back May 4th, we immediately pivoted online services. And one of the main services that we do every year is summer reading, and we, we, um, we plan all year long. We have a theme, we, we get presenters, we do contracts, we plan times and dates and make sure it's all very cool. We get prizes from the community, all that fun stuff. So we had to pivot co- as quickly as we could to online services, and we had two weeks to do it. So that's why I'm here. What and I'm that's with about. all of your satellite offices, right? That's, that's with I mean, every five. Branch. We have seven. Seven. Seven, six. Oh, my God. 
don't even know anymore. <laughs> I knew I would get nervous. Okay, you have Montgomery. Seven. Two, four, six, Montgomery, seven. Magnolia, two in the Woodlands. Yeah, uh, one in Willis. And Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Montgomery, New Caney, Magnolia, mm-hmm. Willis, Conroe, and two in the Woodlands. Seven. And, and, I and there's been seven. They have and, not disappeared. And They're I still apologize. seven. I apologize. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I apologize. I'm a little okay. stressed here. Well, why? This is fun. <gasps> well, i make sure everybody... <laughs> <laughs> so we did it in two weeks, and um, and uh, we canceled all our performers, and we um, did things um, ourselves. So uh, so I have this here. It's called Summer Reading to Go. Join us for a summer reading program, and I'm here to tell you what we did before and what we're doing now. Okay. Okay. So the first thing is what we did before is we had programs for various ages, um, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. People would go out of town for long weekends during the summer, so we didn't do programs like that. We're doing virtual programs now, and we're doing them Monday through Saturday, all day long. In fact, I have a week schedule here just of um, um, children's, adults, and teens, pre-teens, which range from um, 9 to 12. And just for them, we have adult tech talks. We have Spanish story times. So, and this is on our website. It's on our website, and it's on Facebook. Um, on our website. So, there. how does the virtual programs work? Are they interactive, or are they just a program that you hit and you listen to? We have a, a variety of those things. Um, we have um, a virtual story time where we um, read a story, sing a song, and do a craft. We post ahead of time what crafts you need to bring, and we think of things that are in people's homes so they don't have to go shopping. And then we do the craft, and we have a great time with that. It actually um, kind of sounds fun, you it know? It is fun. It's what a regular <laughs> story time is, but it's um, by age great. Now, some of the teens, um, so I brought this so I could talk to. So we have, um, so for our adult programming tomorrow at 1.30, we're having crafter noons, and we have it. Every, a couple of weeks, all month long. And it's paper towel roll wreaths. So we're going to show you how to take a paper towel and make a wreath out of it. Yes, I know. And so you'll get a list of items to bring, and they're not that big a thing, and, um, and go to town. Um, another one we're going to do is self-publish your first book if you're an adult. And, um, and then we have programs just for teens and children. On Thursday, we're going to have a book walk in Memory Park, and we pre-film that where we uh, read a story, go on a book walk around the area, interview people, and then we show it online. So the hardest That's thing a lot of was, fun. It is, but the hardest thing was trying to learn how to use an iPad or your phone and a microphone to film it. So, but, but they you make it look good. The youth services people just stepped right up. Um, Saturdays we have um, story time in Spanish. It's the only Spanish story time we have, and it's every Saturday at 10. So, so you oh. had to be really creative to come up with all these different things. So in two weeks, usually did you, it takes Did you have a, a hand longer. in that, Devery? Yeah, I did the Spanish story time. <laughs> it's um, celebrity readers from around the Montgomery County. Most of them are teachers, and um, and I couldn't take them inside. So we went outside in the park and um, did our best. So if you hear birds in the background, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's, that's fun. Part of the ambience, right? Of yeah, that sort of situation. That's very cool. So tell me about uh, your lobby. You, you have the shields up there, but yes. how is it being used? So our we have lobby services. Our library is not open, but our lobby services is and has been since May 20th, just so you know. So you can pick up um, books that we've placed on hold that we've called you and told you it's here. You've come, you can come in and make 
um, new library cards if you're just visiting us. Um, if you're um, a little um, not feeling safe yet, you can get library cards online. We have a new digital service. We had digital services in the past where you could get a card and use our databases, but it was only good for three weeks. This digital card, which you can get on our website at countylibrary.org, you can get um, for a year. And then after the year, you can renew it for a year. But it's only good for databases. If you want to check out books and things in the lobby, you'll have to bring your number in to the library lobby, and we will give you a solid card, and then you can put books on hold and um, um, and other things, ebooks, things like that. So Check with your out. library card, you can still do all the online services, yes. and that has no expiration. Is that, that correct? That's correct. And um, um, and we have a nice online catalog. Okay, so before, you could check out 10 books or put 10 books on hold or movies or items, whatever you like. Um, we could update it. We've updated that. You can now do 30 at a time. For two weeks or how long? For two weeks, yes. That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot. <laughs> so if, if you need a bunch of books for your kids to read and you're going away on vacation or something, this is the time to do it. And before you do it, you need to go online to our county website and sign up for summer reading. Summer reading is, um, is has used to have paper logs, and now it's online logs. And it's through our Beanstack program, which is good because it'll um, you every time you put a book in, you could win something or uh, get a little, um, um, what is it, what do they call it? A, it's a, like a little sticker things, uh, online sticker, and then at the end... It's kind of like an award kind of thing, yes, right? Yes, yes. And the, um, the old way, they used to... Um, you would read two book, ten books, the kids would bring in the log, and then you'd get a free book. Well, this way you do it um, online. Um, you have your um, log online, and you can pick out a genre of the book you like, and we'll have it waiting for you so you can actually get your, your regular book when you're done with your ten. So that's the difference. It's an online log, but the books are still real. So it, it's kind of um, could be a way to go, you know, to, to do things because it makes things easier. And I think this is a great program. Uh, too bad it didn't start before this while everybody was at home, like in April, because they could have been reading and get a head start. But I, I think it's a nice way to do things, especially if you have busy lives to be able to get the books online or just go pick them up. Right. So, and that's what you're saying. You, so you go and you see the selection of things that you want, and then you, can, you get, do you get an email saying, well, we got it or something? Uh, well, the, the log is all online, so you just okay. post your books. You don't have to put the title if you don't want to. And um, it works for adults, too. So the grand prize for, for children and then separately for teens and separately for adults is an, an e-reader that we got from that's the community. That's nice. Yes. So it's worthwhile to, to try and strive for And that's it, been so. going on since June 1st. June 1st. And um, the schools are not doing summer school this year. So we decided to extend our summer reading. So usually it's about six weeks. But in this case, we end August 15th. So two and a when half When does months. school start? I have no idea. In theory. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> I think it's mid-August. I think it's probably around that time. Perfect. Then they can continue it's to perfect. read. Perfect. So that's the only thing the lobby is open for is to pick up books, that kind of thing, pick or possibly books, get a card. Get a new card. Yes, that sort of you can, um If you don't um, have online services and want to look for books, you can come in and ask for us, and we will go look for you um, upstairs in the stacks for you. You can't do it. There's no browsing. I'm sorry to say. But you can... Um, Ask us and we'll go look. You can also use the phone. Do they have to make a uh, reservation to come in and see you in the library? No. Okay. They can All just right. come in. Okay. Okay, so our new library hours 
um, as of now, until it, they tell us to change it, is going to be Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So if you work till 5, you have time to come get your books. Friday, we're open 9 to 5, just like we normally were. And on Saturdays, we're open, open 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay, so do you have any events you're doing or not so much right now? Um, the events are all virtual, okay. and you can find all our virtual events on our Facebook page. They're all listed, and they're, most of them are live, so enjoy them. <laughs> so tell me about the Book Butler program. The Book Butler, well, it's similar to uh, what we're doing in virtual reference. The Book Butler program is where you uh, tell us what kind of book you like, and you're done with that particular author, and you want to you expand your reading, and we will give you similar books that we think um, you might like. And we send you an email with um, links to our online catalog so you can check out. But can you, you also use that to get books, real books that you hold? Yes, but it's, <laughs> it, it's an extra step when you can go directly to it. If you know what you want, I would go to our Just county website directly. and and book it that way. But um, I'm going to talk to you about um, new um, programs that we have upcoming because we really uh, want to help our patrons and, and give expand our services so we do the best we can. So like I said, you can order 10 items, now you can order 30. So And you keep it for two weeks and order 30 more. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> one of our future programs is called a virtual, virtual Reference. It's online or by phone. Um, it's by appointment only, and you need to let us know 24 hours in advance. What is virtual reference? Virtual reference is, um, and by the way, the, the form to fill out is online at our website at countylibrary.org. Um, or you can call us by phone. And what we'll do is we'll email you a confirmation, and then we use the GoToMeeting virtual site for face-to-face -face help. And some of the things on the form you can check we can help you with, and they are, I wrote them down, they are... Um, um, help with um, um, websites to search for jobs, uh, general help, um, we can recommend books or movies, uh, basic te text help, like you're having problems downloading um, your, your OverDrive app that we have or our Libby app or RB Digital app, any of our library apps you're having problems with, we can help with that. We can do um, some re help you with research and more. So um, can you do any of the family research? Is that all online? Yes. That's why Any you of that, the whole ancestry. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, in fact, um, the genealogy just told me this morning that their ancestry.com that's on our website has been expanded, so you can use more of it. Before, the ancestry only allowed us to do a few um, online And that's all things. free, yes. too. Yes. That's the cool thing. So yes. you don't have to subscribe to Ancestry.com. You can just go straight to your library I wouldn't. and get the information. I personally right? wouldn't because uh, we, we buy a bigger um, package with Ancestry.com. And you don't have to pay for it. Right. Well, we, yeah, you know. It's a win. It's a win-win. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we will, they will do um, virtual online um, genealogy. You just need to make an appointment. That sounds cool. I'm going to go do that. Okay. Every time I see you, I get real motivated to do stuff, and then I kind of lapse in that. So did um, get a library card, though. Woo. So one thing we, we have to do, okay, so we have lobby pickup, but the, the stacks and the computers are not available. I'm sorry, but they aren't. So, um, but, but we can pick things up. You can return materials. You don't have to come into the lobby to do that, though you can. You can drop it in the book drop 24-7, which is always fun. Um, we aren't taking donations at this time. Because we, we don't. And um, if you donate or drop your books in and they have not been uh, checked in and they're showing they're still out, that's because we take the books and we put them in our study rooms and we leave them there for, you know, three days so they can 
be de decontaminated, and then we check them in. So don't worry. So it's basically the decontamination room. Yeah, <laughs> all our all of our. <laughs> that's why we have no meetings because they're all. Oh you know, my That's why they're all virtual and online. Yes. yes. So sorry, yes. sorry, no donations. Yes, on the. And you can even read the Courier online or other things. Yes. Other yes. periodicals with, with your database um, through our databases. Yes. Yes. You can look for them A to Z. So many things that your county library that your tax dollars are paying for. Yes. Use it. Now, if you happen to notice that your card, um, library card has expired, um, please call us and we'll, we'll take care of that. And I don't believe we're charging any late fees. So, but we would I thought like they our, didn't expire. Oh, no. They, they expire every uh, couple of years. So oh. That way we know exactly when they, when we say 250,000 people are using our library system, we, we know what we're talking about. They didn't get their library card at five years old and then never used it again. Now, these are half our half our county is using our library because their cards good are to valid. Know. Yeah, we like that. Let's see, what else can I talk to yeah, you Yeah, what else can you tell me? Oh, okay, so another future thing we're talking about is before we had computer labs and every... Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, um, so our future ideas is to have lobby computer usage in a very limited way. We might be, we're working on it, trying to plan it and keep everybody safe in the meantime. But um, so you'll have to keep checking back at our website to see what's going on with that. But uh, we're trying to have plans to have one, maybe two computers in the lobbies um, of every branch. With a limited amount of time? Yes, again, you're gonna have to book online by phone or, um, or online with our system. Um, and you'll have a one-hour time limit <clears throat> maximum. And you're only going to be allowed to bring another person with you. So if you need somebody to help you, then you need to bring that person. But like a family of five cannot gather around one computer. Can't do that. So uh, you think that's funny. <laughs> I do think it's funny. <laughs> you can bring one extra person in there. You have limited room in the lobby, and then you're going to have two computers and all these people surrounding it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so we're going to limit that. Thank you. What do people mostly <laughs> use the computer for? Um, job search, to stay in touch with people, and to print out items. So let's talk about printing, because that's a whole separate issue. Okay. <laughs> um, printing is very limited, right? It's going to depend on location and the accessibility of where the printer is. So um, the best thing I can suggest is when you book, ask, or call, and ask if there's going to be printing available. How about you just say no? <laughs> I hate saying no to our patrons if I can possibly help them. Besides, yeah. we're trying to provide services, and I don't know any other place that'll allow printing like that for free. Oh, so, for free? Yeah. Well, for limited a, amount. For a limited yeah amount of time. Um, there are patrons, but we I don't have free um, computers either, so. So they're probably going so to have. So it's nothing to talk about right now. Not right now. We're just trying to work on lobby computer usage. So, so how's it all going for you? This has been a whole new thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's going great. <laughs> oh, it's, good. <laughs> it's going good. People ask all the time when are when are we going to open again fully, and I don't know that answer. So I wanted to come here and talk about things that I did know, like a digital Absolutely. card and yeah. lobby service. And oh, oh, rumor! You want to? I had heard. I've been hearing rumors. Is it about the library or what? Yes, <laughs> of course. Okay. Yes, uh, rumor is Harris County and Houston Public Libraries are open. They aren't. <laughs> oh, they, okay. Yeah, they're they're like people are calling and saying, "Hey, well, Houston Public and Harris County libraries are open." Maybe they're just saying that. Yeah. Well, 
The answer <laughs> is no, they're not open. They don't even have lobby service. We have Ooh, so lobby service. We are a service. step up. Since May 20th, we've had lobby service, but they are doing, um, they're doing no contact curbside service, so they aren't even opening their lobbies, but we are. So. so I know in the past you had um, services for seniors and different things. Is that happening right now, or are they just all lumped in with every, all the other services? Uh, so some of our services are not available. Like I would deliver books to seniors, but I'm not allowed to walk into the senior homes. that I've, they, won't, they said, we'll call you, don't call us. Right. So I left the books there, and um, so that's all I've been doing. But I'm ready to go, and I'm happy to do so. I have also our little free libraries have all been clean, sanitized, and filled with books. Um, but it's more take a book, leave a book, so people need And where them. are those? Those are listed all over the county, right around the edges of the county, and you can find them under locations on our website. It's called Little Free MCMLS. And those are the little stands that are like at parks and different things? Yeah. That, yes, like you said, take a book, leave a book kind yeah. of thing. Honor system. Yes. No library card. Yes. Necessary. No. So you don't. <laughs> so if you're not able to get to our branches and you can't do things online, that would be the way. To I think go. we have one in our park over in Wood Forest. Oh, do you? I think I, so. I don't think it's mine though. Yeah, maybe it's not. No. You would see. But it. I know the stand is there. You would notice because it's bright green and it has our logo all over the place, so you would know. If it was I see it from it. a distance. Okay. <laughs> you haven't been <laughs> As there. As I'm walking by. No, I haven't been in there. I generally don't play on the equipment or anything, but I could. <laughs> if you could climb it, yeah. So, what else? Anything else? Uh, oh, sorry. Let's see. Okay, well, I can read you some of our uh, adult summer reading. Maybe that would tempt you. Um, so, I already told you about Crafternoons with the paper towel. Um, I think in July we're going to do the Harry Potter wand, so that'll be fun. We have story time for grown-ups. Um, every other Monday at three thirty. What do they read? They 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 um, they can just enjoy it with us on Storytime on Facebook um, on our website. Um, so we have we book do? clubs. Yes, uh, we have all kinds of book clubs. Are they virtual? Yes. Sorry, they are. Um, oh, hey, and we have a cool one called a low pressure arts and crafts thing for the non artsy and craftsy. Um, it's called Bad Arts and Crafts. Well, now that sounds promising. Like June 30th, <laughs> ugly sock dolls. Yes. And then we have you know. beaded animal chains. Keychains. Sorry. Sorry. And oh, step-by-step -step painting color mix-up. So yes, we have some fun things. And we're going to have a um, June 29th, we're going to have a great library bake-off. And that's where you, you guys at home prepare two round cakes and chocolate icing ahead of time. Notice chocolate because we have to have that. And then you join GoToMeetings, uh, which I think you need to sign up for that at our website, and you find out the cake challenge, decorate the cakes with items you have on hand, and then the library staff will judge it. You can show it. Isn't that that fun? could be funny. Isn't that fun? Because <laughs> I know I don't have anything on hand. <laughs> Not a baker. <laughs> yes, we'll also have computer and database instructions. They're uh, Fridays from 1 to 2.30. And... Um, so coming up June 19th is Tech Talk. If you have a question about your computer, your phone, or your Did you tablets. say June 19th? June 19th. We're the 22nd. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> June 26th, you can learn a new language and learn about our learn a language online, how we do that, how you can download that. And um, uh, Tech Talk is July 10th TikTok. for the next day. Tech Talk. Oh, I like the Tick Talk. No. <laughs> no. And um, else? Oh, and I um, I do virtual adult needlecraft, and those are uh, every two weeks. So.
So you can find all of that on our website on countylibrary.org. It's a good website. Yes, and um, we're on Facebook as well. So you can do you have to be that. a resident to use the virtual components? You don't. Um, uh, you don't even have to be signed into Facebook. You can just go to our website and view it that way. So yeah, so you cool. don't even have to be on Facebook. So somebody could live in Houston and use. Yeah, they they don't though. They they don't. No. Okay. Not really, well, you never so. know. I know. All right, so countylibrary.org, all these wonderful things. Library always had a lot of things, and now they have even more. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, you got you to gotta be with the program and have more technology. And so, And bottom you know, line is, is our Montgomery County Memorial Library System is working hard for you. And I just wanted to let you know all the fun things we have. There's a bunch of stuff I did not get stuff. to, and you can find it on our website. Or give us a call. We're happy to talk to you. That's cool. All right. Well, thanks, Devery. I appreciate it. I know you come on here at least twice a year to tell us about all the super-duper programs that the library has, and this is a great time to do it. I mean, yeah, it's rainy today, but, you know, as you're trying to stay inside and social distance, you know, start reading more, learn. You can learn so much by reading. Yes. And I know Rita Wiltz would uh, agree with you on that. Who yes. And Rita was supposed to be on the show today, but she is not able to make it. She is ill today. Children's Books on Wheels. But anyway, thank you, uh, Devery, and we hope to see you again soon. Great. Thank you. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org, that's C-O-R-E-L-U-V dot org. Will you help defend the orphan? This is Rick, TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back -back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two for Tuesday or a three for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776. Or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star. Make a music request. That's right. You can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. 
That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. back again i'm margie taylor taylorized pr your host for conroe culture news out of lone star community radio in downtown conroe so the first half we talked with debbie johnson with the library system and there's so much to learn and know and be a part of i loved the uh, um, class they have if you're not a creative artistic person they have a class for you too and all the stuff is things you can do online uh, with items that you may have in your home so if you're bored um, or your kids are bored there's a lot to do just go to countylibrary.org so the second half of the show here today uh, I have Carl White and he's a resident of the Conroe area and he was going to be joined by Rita Wiltz, but Rita is ill today, so it's all going to be about Carl. Oh, so you're going to have more time to talk because you know Rita; she likes to talk. She, she has Rita has so many different things yeah, that she's involved in. Really, I can't keep up. Really. But anyway, uh, so this whole second half is about you. So, Carl, tell me a little bit about your background. Well, I was born and raised here in Conroe about 63 years ago. Uh, I spent 35 years working in Entergy. I retired about seven years ago. Also, at the same time, I was a reserve police officer for uh, Precinct 2 Constable for, uh, for 18 years. Uh, here in the Conroe area? Yeah, Conroe area. The Constable right across the street. Yeah, here. yeah. yeah Precinct the, 2. Precinct 2. I did that. My dad, my dad was the first uh, black deputy constable in Montgomery County. And so I got out to Army. I just kind of followed in his footsteps. You know, had a He's real. He's a good role model. He's a good role model, yeah. So I had a good time doing that. Met a lot of great guys, you know. Uh, and, you know, uh, been on a lot of, uh, you know, boards here in Conroe. Like, I've been on the hospital district uh, board directors before, civil service, CISD planning committee. Very involved as a leader yeah, in the community. Yeah, just been involved. You know, mm-hmm. I got, I've been married to my wife, Gloria, for 33 years, I think, maybe 33 or 34, somewhere in there, you know. Just say you've been married. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married. You know, we got six children, you know, uh. And actually now everybody's in Conroe because of the COVID. My son Malcolm, he works in the hotel industry, and we see him sometime like twice a year or three times, and now he's at home because of, you know, just COVID-19. So the good and the bad. Yeah, the good and the bad, yeah. So we're getting a chance to enjoy him. Right. Know, and things like that, you know. Got sure. grandchildren, and my daughter actually uh, was sent home from work because she worked next to a lady who tested positive. So now she's being quarantined for two weeks, and so now we got the grandchildren two weeks straight and that's, that's is that good that's pretty good that's cool very good yeah i've only seen one set of grandkids yeah that's pretty good yes you know, we see them every day but not over that all day and all night yeah find out they don't like to go to sleep <laughs> no not when there's things to do hey yeah. get them on the library yeah. system maybe yeah. they can go story time or yeah, something <laughs> so i want to talk about also you're the president of the naacp correct yeah, yeah correct yeah mm-hmm. 
So it, a National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, and that was established a long time ago. Actually, it was established actually in 1909. That's a long time ago. Yeah, and, but, <laughs> yeah, and 19. But what made it get started? There was a race riot in Springfield, Illinois, in 1908. A lot of people got killed, and so about 60 people got together. And actually, these 60 people, only seven of them was black, and they came up with the NAACP. You know, so the NWACP was actually started, you know, which I didn't know this until I got involved, you know, uh, even they got the name National Association for Asked Colored People. They actually started by white people. And I, I guess they figured we all got a color because the, the goal of the NWACP is discrimination. It doesn't matter who you are. And I can say about here in Montgomery County, we have a very diverse group of individual uh, NWCP, you know, Woodlands, you know, Conroe. So you don't have to be black to be part of the NAACP? You do not have to be black. And I tell people that we have the most group of NWCP with white people than anybody in, in Texas. That's what I tell people, you know, and everything, <laughs> you know, because we have a lot of white individuals. And they, what it is, mm -hmm. they just look at a need to help somebody. It's just helping. Yeah, just helping somebody you know, and everything. And I really appreciate that they want to get in and help and everything. <laughs> yeah, peacefully. peacefully. <laughs> yeah, you know, peacefully. But like I said, it started because of riots. And you, look, you, you go back and look at this country's history, the Boston Tea Party. Right. It was riots. Look at the Civil War. You know, There's all, other people, other causes. It's, yeah, it's always yeah. the civil unjust. It has anything to do with racism. It could be all. a mm -hmm. lot of political stuff. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Yeah, but here, you know, here I can, I can say, you know, we've been in existence 10 years. I've been the president for like uh, six years, and we've gave, given over uh, $18,000 in scholarship. Uh, we have people who just donate, you know, to money. I want Bocalo, Spirit Texas Bank, there's some good donors for us also. Mm -hmm. And then we got some individuals who just give money to scholarships, you know, because we believe that, you know, education is the key. You know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's some of the main, NWCP's main focus is education, community development, you know, mm -hmm. criminal justice. It, it's, it has a, a, a array of committees that a person can mm -hmm. join and just plug mm -hmm. in and then just, just go to work, everything. Mm -hmm. So it is uh, put out there that it's the oldest organization in America. Y yes. Did you know I, that? Uh, yeah, but I also read that the NRA is a civil rights organization, too. Because yes. it, yeah, it's put out like that. So I got to research them, but then I, huh. I seen NRA, civil rights, but it's, uh, but it's one of those. Well, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, gun rights. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, guess, I know about I that. guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of those. So yes. the uh -huh. main uh, mission mm -hmm. is to ensure all individuals have equal rights mm -hmm. without discrimination. So that pretty much goes along with what you just said. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What color your skin is. It's for discrimination against anybody. Yeah. You know, and I actually listened to something you posted on Facebook today that I thought was interesting. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Yeah, that was something Martin Luther King Yes, said. I like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's all about everybody. It's everybody. Every, yeah, it, everybody it's yeah. it's mm -hmm. everybody. So what's going on in Montgomery County? Do you feel like there's some um, racial inequality happening, especially of lately? out here, or has it just been researched? No, it's, it's racial equality here in Montgomery County. Montgomery County is just part of the, of the pie. You know, there's a lot of work we can do with Montgomery County. We just actually had a great meeting with the uh, police department at 9 o'clock, and it was a real great Really? That's yes, good. That's very comforting. Great, and you said that's your background as law enforcement in the backside. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And so Chief Chris and some of his uh, staff was there, and we had a, about like a couple hours, mm -hmm. and it was going What came out of it? Uh, we, we're looking at starting a multicultural advisory group, you know, 
And I think it's going to be a great thing. The chief was really, uh, you know, he, he, he liked that idea, you know. So uh, that's something that we're going to work on because, you know, we're trying to build a foundation because, you know, 10 years from now, you know, we sure. want to have a foundation. Absolutely. Foundation built, you know. So right? do you do things with uh, Maria Jordan? Maria well? was actually there. <laughs> no I, doubt. That's why <laughs> I figured so much. I invited Maria, so she came along too. Okay. Yes, uh huh. And she invited, had some great input about it. You know, she deals with the Hispanic community. But oh, right. It was, just a, it was just a great meeting this morning with the Conroe Police Department. That's reassuring. Everything. So mm-hmm. do you also have meetings with Rand Henderson? He's on our list. Oh, and you hadn't gotten there we yet? We hadn't got there yet. Yeah, okay, because I'm yet. sure he would uh-huh. be an advocate mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. help support some of these um, mm-hmm. things that are in the works. So let's talk about um, what happened recently and the injustice in law enforcement. Uh, where does Montgomery County sit with the NAACP as far as that goes? Because it sounds to me like what happened um, in our country isn't necessarily what's happening right here in Montgomery County. Is that well, true? You know, or, just, I mean, there's always bad people. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter where you go. There, there's yeah. bad people everywhere. Yeah. you know. But do you feel that... Um, uh, law enforcement here works with dignity and respect for everybody pretty equally? Well, you know, uh, there's this thing what they call systemic racism. And it started way back then. And a lot of times what really needs to happen is some of the policies need to be changed because, you know, a lot of police departments mm-hmm. are working off laws during the Jim Crow area, slave code area, and they, they they're need old. To, they, they need to be updated. Yeah, need to update. <laughs> so that's why it's so important that you know we you get some of these policies changed and everything. And like you said, there's good and bad and in, in, in every in, in everything. In everything, you know. And Montgomery County is just like you know you know could could happen. What happened to George Floyd could happen here in Montgomery County. But that's why we want to work with the police to keep that from happening. We want to start developing. Have you those. seen it happen in Montgomery County since you've been out here? Not to the extent. Not like that. Yeah, not like that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I told, told him today, I've been stopped, and even as a, as a 60-year-old black man who have no criminal, I don't want to do anything It's involved in the community, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I even cringe. You think people I, get profiled? Yeah, when I see people pick up, uh, police and I get scared me. when the police yeah. officer stops <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. But see, your, your, like, scare, your scaring is, is not like mine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's totally different, you know, yeah. thing, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, so Montgomery County is no different than any you know any other small town, a big town in America. You know, but we just think you know what happened with George Floyd brought a lot of people together, and they see the injustice. And so you know there will never be no justice for George Floyd. It can be some accountability, and I think you know by him unfortunately had to lose his life, but it brought people together from all walks of life. And the question now is being asked, what can I do? You know, and now is a good yep. time to capitalize on that because, you know, if not, you know, three or four months down the road, George Floyd didn't go cold. Right. You know, so we need to capitalize on the people who want to do some things. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's get everybody involved. And I can say since George Floyd, our membership have increased, I think, about <laughs> 15 people. Well, people want to get involved <laughs> yeah, and know yeah. what's going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And so it just brings it, it bubbles it to the surface. Yeah, yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of it just being simmered. It's on. It's yeah. on top. Yeah. Right now. It, it, it has always been there, you know. But like, hey, it just but it wasn't of, in your face. It wasn't in your face, but it was always there. You know, you go back and look at some of the when it comes to the black community. You know, we had, we had the 
the red line and things like that. You know, we had, we had all you know economic injustice, environment injustice. You know, that has all you know have always faced you know the black community, especially the, the red line in your know, business development. You know, trying to get a loan just to start a business, get a loan, get a house. Those systems have been in place for a numerous amount of years. And again, it kind of goes back to sitting at the table, changing some of these laws and mm -hmm. some of these policies. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we got to really work on everything, you know. Mm -hmm. So I know, uh, okay, so Juneteenth was Friday, mm -hmm. which we probably should have talked about this like last Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but, so there was a gentleman that um, had something over at uh, the Martin Luther yeah. King yeah. Park. Is yeah. it still called that? I know they've yeah, updated it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. Okay, yeah. right, right down the road from mm -hmm. here. And it was like a peaceful thing um, mm -hmm. where people can come, public was invited. So I think that a lot of people don't know what Juneteenth is. You know, isn't that Emancipation Day, the end of slavery altogether celebration? Well, yes, you know, that's, you know, in... Because it seems funny that it all kind of, <laughs> everything is happening all at once right now. Right. You know? Yeah. You, you think about this, and we've had the COVID-19, <laughs> George Floyd... You know, everything is happening. Everything all is happening at, at all once, at, once. at once. I yeah, think uh -huh. that makes people more stirred mm -hmm, up mm -hmm. because they've been inside. They don't know what's true, what's false about the COVID thing. That's why I had that was the topic last Monday. Okay, okay. So people are a little irate. Mask, no mask, in, out. What do we do? Is it contagious? Is it not contagious? And then you have this George Floyd mm -hmm. thing happen. So then people are even more highly. Uh, agitated, right? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then it's all in line with uh, Juneteenth, which I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't take it as that, but uh, it's a way for people to talk about right, it. Right. It, mm -hmm. it, it brings conversation out, right? Yeah. And you know, Juneteenth, you know, uh, it, they got the word, I think, in 1865 in Galveston that the slaves yes, were Galveston. free, which was two years later on down the right. road, you know, everything. But then again, it was that you you free to slaves, but but you think about this, you freed them, but then you didn't give them anything to go. You had people who've been working for the master all their life. They didn't have a bank account, they didn't have a house, didn't have anything, but you freed them. Nowhere to go. Then so what? what did they do? They go back to the master. <laughs> then what? <laughs> yeah, work to the master, things like that. You know, and then once they're free to slave, that's why all these various pig laws, slave code, all these laws begin to come in and disenfranchise the black person that hey, you might be free and everything, but I better not catch you in a, in a group of, of people standing around, you know. Laws not, that don't make sense. Yeah, don't make no sense. You know, you know I better not catch you walking down the, the, the sidewalk and mm -hmm. looking at a white woman in the face. Mm -hmm. You know, those laws, yeah. But so, you know, you freed on paper, but not really free and everything, you know. Uh, and like, like I say, some of those same laws are still on the book right Really? Now. Yeah, some of those same old That's laws. That's weird. Mm -hmm. That's like mm -hmm. crazy. Well, you know, they don't, they don't really change laws until somebody... Until somebody you know, says I heard, something. I even heard that, that the law in the book, that if you still got pliers in the back of your pocket, and you, well, if, you, if you have your bootleg right, roll, rolled up and you got pliers, you better have some cattle. That that law's still on the book, you know, if they really want to enforce it. You know, because, you know, back in the day, if you had pliers, use a cattle rustle. You know, you could, yeah, use a cattle rustle so that I heard that there, I was There's the old book. Texas law. Yeah. It's kind of like the farm to market roads. Mm -hmm. Our tractors and horses have right away. Oh, for real? <laughs> and that's still out there. Yeah, farm to market yeah. roads. That's why they're called FM. FM, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, this whole thing has, you know, bubbled up um, and started the whole Black Lives Matter campaign. Well, Black mm -hmm. Lives always matter, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Well, so I'm, tell me about that. I'm black. Yes. And my lives do matter. Now, when people say black lives matter, they're not saying your life don't matter either. But unfortunately, when we see the news, it's black people who seem to be getting unjustly treated. You know, you know, you, you, we see the, the, so many young black men, you know, getting shot, you know, with hands up in the air, you know. Unjustly. On the unjustly, yeah. So when they're saying black lives matter, black lives do really matter. But other lives also matter. And, and they're they, they not trying to tell people that your life don't matter, but our life matters too because right. I am a, I'm a black man. I'm a right. black woman. Speaking for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. basically what it you is. Know, and, and you mentioned a young man, but the, he had, we had a couple of protests here. And, mm-hmm. and peaceful. Peaceful. It was real nice. I met the young man a couple of times. And what I can say, we, we had the Juneteenth celebration over mm-hmm. here, and that was the biggest Juneteenth celebration in probably 15 years. It was great. Really? That's yeah. awesome. That was awesome. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and the park has been renovated of lately. Mm-hmm. And, well, mm-hmm. I'd say lately, but probably a couple of years or so yeah. with new playground yeah, equipment new playground. and things like that through yeah. the city of Conroe. Yeah. So how many people came? Were there a lot of people? It was a lot of people. I was 100 people. It was, it was full. They had basketball tournaments, and it was like nice. little, little kids. I mean, is that the- social distancing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, let's not go down that road. <laughs> yeah, <I wasn't. laughs> but people little, were just out having yeah, fun. Yeah, little kids. Bring awareness and things. Yeah. And okay. I told my son, I said, you know what? I'm probably the oldest person over here. I'm 63, and I, I don't see nobody I know. I think it I'm happens probably, to me a lot lately. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the only person <laughs> over here, you know. But it was, it was a it real was a good time. Great, yeah, the police was over there also. <laughs> it was great, real great event. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to talk about is you know, like we said, you can find injustices mm-hmm. anywhere you go. I mean, mm-hmm. there could be something happen right out here that's just random, or or somewhere in Houston. But law enforcement, for the most part, works with the people in the city, the people in the county work with everybody there's not in your face injustices that you've seen no not so much and you know you, we see people not talking about defunding the police well they're not really saying some people think that's crazy well some people say they trying to get rid of the police it's not that it was just trying to have their budget tied to the way they operate when they talk about defund. it's not getting rid of the police at all everybody you need law enforcement that we need the police but look, people just want that police department to protect and serve Mm-hmm. Now, when I get out of line, they got a job to do to put me in jail, you know, everything. But, you know, so when they said defund, no, nobody agreed that we need to get rid of it. It's just kind of. <coughs> well, what about this whole uh, CHOP, Capitol Hill Occupied Zone? Do you, well, I hadn't heard of that. Uh, in Seattle, where they've taken over six blocks mm-hmm. and they took over uh, a police department. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that had anything to do with black. I think it's just people getting yeah, angry and yeah, riots yeah, and yeah. all of that stuff. But uh, there's a lot going on. There's I mean, a lot of people who people who are just springing in. But then again, those people were brought in from other areas yeah, that yeah. don't live in Seattle yeah, yeah. to start a ruckus. A ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> the people so who live speak. in that town. Most people, if you live in that town, you don't want your town destroyed. No, my you brother lives work. out there, and he yeah. was telling me about it. Yeah, you want to work through the system to make things better. But you got yeah. some people who want to come in and just disrupt everything, and then they go back home. They could care less right. about me or you, Margie. I know. You know they could care less That's, about We don't yeah. want them here. We don't. Yeah, we don't want them. Here. No, we don't want. <laughs> Y'all them need here. to go we away. Yeah. We got things. We got things going on. So yeah. I mean, you're going to see injustice everywhere, police brutality now and then. Um, 
But for the most part, people, what I wanted you to do is share with me what's going forward. And you just did Mm -hmm. how today you've already met with the police department and other entities, the chief of police and Conroe to work together to do better, even take it up a notch so that nothing escalates to anyone that is injustice. Is that correct? That's correct. And we got a meeting also Wednesday. We're going to talk to Danielle over here at the Economic Mm -hmm. Development, Mm -hmm. you know, Go talk, great idea. Yeah, go talk to her, you know. And it's about, you know, getting involved, you know. We, we That's need, right. It's about, you can't you know, sit on the sidelines and expect change to happen, you know, right? You have to get involved, you know, and everything. And so, and that's one thing about the NWCP, you know, by me being president, you know, I have an obligation to get involved. And, you know, it's good we got good people in the group that wants to get involved. I also, who am I really? You know, like, like really, you know, really likes to get involved. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned the, uh, the, uh, COVID testing. Yes, you know, let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, and that was a, you know, that was a great thing, you know, that, that reading them did in town. Mm-hmm. I think it was 678. Well, it was a, 700 people altogether in three days. In three days. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that was a, and that was the only free drive-through test. No voucher, no, no RSVP, just nothing. show up. Yeah. You don't have to be symptomatic. Yeah. yeah, and that was a great, I mean, that was It a was great. great I got tested because yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you can't. That was a great thing that reading them did down there. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, was, it was great. And it was open to anybody. Open to anybody. And I'm pretty sure people from other counties showed up. It's possible because <laughs> yeah. it was easy. Yeah. But the focus was on the Tamina community mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. a lack of resources yeah. 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 in general. So yeah. right now, uh, Rita is teaming up with Meals on Wheels, and they do hot meals right. mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. Uh, hot hot lunches and they serve those it's basically it's for the Tamina community yes. that again doesn't have the resources so it's to help the people yeah so right. that they can mm-hmm. become better uh so yeah so so that's gone on the um the testing went on and i know she had uh, a bunch of young kids and they're talking about juneteenth what it was yeah, on friday and she said it was mm-hmm. the best one mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. And they had a great time. And and that's what it is. It goes back to education, working together in education. So when is the next time that y'all meet, or how regularly do you meet with the NAACP? Well, we, we meet every month, the second Thursday of, of every month at 7 o'clock. We have been meet, meeting at the South County Library or the library here. But and we know that isn't going to happen. That's all out. We already but, talked about that. But fortunately, <laughs> I have access to a building that we can do the social distance. I'll probably right. call a meeting in July, you know, and everything. You know, to okay. Meet. And you have a Facebook page, too? Yes. So they can find that. Um, it's a group page, I believe. It's, 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 uh, I think it's MCNACP 6304. It is that, yeah. yeah. And we have a website also, MCNACP6304.org. Okay, yeah. and our so website you can Google so, it. Yeah, it looks so good that we have a Debbie Steele. She just took control of our website and our social media. And she's done, it does look good. It does. It does great. It I does. Mean, a lot of good information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming mm-hmm. on here. And I'm going to mention it just because you're sitting here. You are running for a uh, candidacy, yes? Yes. And what is that? I'm running for Cumberland City Council position number two. Okay, and elections are in November. November 3rd, yes. They got pushed back. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, it was good for me because I would have to get some more funds. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so thank you, Carl, for coming on the show again and uh, educating everyone. And keep up keep up the fight. Everybody hold hands together. And, yes. Or not hold hands together. <laughs> Socially distancing. Yeah, really. um, let's all get along. And um, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. 
Okay. That's the end of our show today. Thank you very much. This is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and I am Margie Taylor, and we'll see you all again soon. Cool. Thank you, Margie. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.